isn't a feast day. Uh, I have to answer the question for myself. So why in the world am I here? <laughs> well, for the same reason it's coming on feast days, God likes repetition. If you read some of those Old Testament books, I was thinking as I was driving in, in fact, about the people at the courthouse, the beginning of the chapter, so-and-so begot so-and-so, and who-and-so begot so-and-so right. for the next hour of begots. But there are, everything has a purpose, yeah. and you can read in the repetition just how profoundly God does that sometimes. But he often does things on the same day across millennia. It's amazing. Yes. For instance, the date of Passover, 14th of Aviv or Nisan usually falls in March or April in our calendar. It was significant multiple times for 500 years before the first Passover. That didn't happen on that date. It happened actually long before then. And the purpose of Passover then wasn't fulfilled for another 1,500 years after that first Passover when Yeshua Jesus came and died on the cross on that same date, Passover, as the Lamb of God. Mm. And that's just one date. Yeah. You know, from, from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, God has these dates. And, you know, as mind-blowing as it is, when he created the, the solar system, it says on day four, he did these things and he set apart the, 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 the moon, the stars, the sun, and the, to watch over and to set these appointed times. And so as much as we can understand, I don't need to understand it, Yeah. but I'm blown away by it. And yeah. I want to take uh, acknowledge what God is doing. And in the same vein, just kind of on these moments, stop and say, yeah, okay, so here's one of those dates. So... Here's one of those dates. 17th of Tammuz. Tammuz. All right, so it isn't a major feast day. It's been a significant day for 4,000 years. You, you don't even know how significant it is. In fact, it's significant for every American. It's not just a, a, a mm, Jewish thing. You've got me intrigued Not now. just a biblical yes. thing. It's an American thing, too. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to save that for a little bit. I'm, I'm just going to tease that, right? So this is what 1 Corinthians says about these kind of dates and times. Why I come in and why I wake up, because you know I don't like to wake up early. <laughs> I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that all our ancestors who left Egypt were under the cloud, and they all went through the sea. They're all united with Moses by baptism in the cloud and in the sea. Yet, God was not pleased with most of them, so their dead bodies were scattered over the desert. That gets your attention. <laughs> These things have become examples for us, so we won't desire what is evil as they did. So don't worship false gods, as some of them did. As scripture says, the people sat down to a feast which turned into an orgy. Now, that is specifically about to this day of Tammuz 17, which actually comes on Saturday. It's late Friday night and then all Saturday. We shouldn't sin sexually, as some of them did. 23,000 of them died on one day. We shouldn't put Jehovah to the test, as some of them did. They were killed by snakes. Uh, don't complain, as some of them did. The angel of death destroyed them. That's all pretty straightforward for me. These things happen to make them an example for others. Let's say they happen to be an example. These things were written down as a warning for us who are living in the closing days of history. So these scriptures at the reading, a lot of those are warnings, just warnings. Stop, stop. It's those red lights. It's those yellow lights sometimes. So people who think they're standing firmly should be careful that they don't fall. That's good counsel. There isn't any temptation that you've experienced which is unusual for man. God, who faithfully keeps his promises, will not allow you to be tempted beyond your power to resist. But when you're tempted, he will also make the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Ooh. So that's our scripture reading for the 714. Boom. So these dates and times aren't just true history. They're answers for how to stand. So that's why I come in and, and wake up early and, and share these things. So if you've never heard or understood or read them, you're going to discover today. 
have stand. So we're going to be looking at the 17th of Tammuz this morning. Begins Friday sundown all the way till uh, Saturday sundown. All right, so it's actually on the Sabbath this year. That date is significant because of what happened at Mount Sinai 3,500 years ago. Mm-hmm. But it goes all the way back to Noah, in fact, how significant it is. So let's look at first, bef- before we jump into that date, where we are historically. Let's go back 3,500 years to when the Israelites first arrived at Mount Sinai for two significant events that led to today's topic. All right, to move 17. It's the first Pentecost. All right, so Passover, 50 days later is Pentecost, and that was about 60 days ago, something mm-hmm. like that. And God spoke to the people from the mountain, literally. They, everyone who came out of Israel, which would are out of Egypt, probably five, six million, lots of people heard his voice speaking to them from the mountain. Mm-hmm. And they were terrified. That's what they were. Yeah. They were terrified. They weren't in awe. They were terrified. <laughs> he invited them to come near him, and they were too scared, and they refused. I said, Moses, you go. You do it. <laughs> Deuteronomy 5 is that scripture. It gives us the words of all the heads of the tribes and elders. I love when it says it. All the heads of the tribes mm-hmm. and elders. Ain't nobody want to keep doing this. We've seen this day that God speaks with man, yet he still lives. Now, therefore, why should we die? All right, we survived this one. Let's not give it, let's not chance it. For this great fire will consume us. If we hear the voice of Jehovah our God anymore, then we shall die. And so they told Moses, you go near, hear all that Jehovah our God may say, and tell us all that Jehovah our God says to you, and we will hear into it. Yeah, and they're not going to hear and do it or any of those things, and they definitely don't want to go up on the mountain anymore. So... What that means is so for Pentecost, it's just Moses and Hosea who climbed up the mountain to receive the Ten Commandments and the Law of God. So that's significant. All right, So they go up 40 days, and the people all stay below and wait. Moses stays for 40 days. The people waited until they believed they could wait no more. He ain't seen somebody for 40 days. You started worrying about him. And, of course, they already thought, you know, he's going to kill us. He'll kill Moses. Yeah. Better Moses. So we know their thought process. They figure it, well, God killed Moses. Let's move it on here. So they convince Aaron to build a golden calf. And here's Exodus 32. So all the people broke off their golden earrings, which were in their ears. So they, they were invested and brought them to Aaron. And he received the gold from their hand and he fashioned it with an engraving tool and made a molded calf or a golden calf. Then they said, this is your God, your Elohim, O Israel, that brought you out of the land of Egypt. They literally <laughs> just made the thing. <laughs> so when Aaron saw it, he built an altar before it. You just want to smack him already. And Aaron made a proclamation and said, Tomorrow, Tammuz 17, is a feast to Jehovah. So now the golden calf is a feast to Jehovah. So he's breaking the first two laws that he heard God speak, given to him by God 39 days before at Pentecost. It happened on day 39, the 16th of Tammuz, which begins this evening uh, and continues through tomorrow evening. So they were at day 39, Hmm. one day away from blessing. We know Moses wasn't dead. He's coming, and boy, is he going to be upset. So uh, we're going to continue taking step by step through this process.